So I'm looking for like a Josiah, a uh, you know, Eminon or something <laughs> like that. Not <laughs> hey, Kenny <laughs> Roxbury. <laughs> oh man. Well, we don't have enough characters. What will fit? Ah, uh, I don't hey, know. Teddy, you got an idea? Teddy. <laughs> I don't mind it. I'll use it. your obscure business for free or barter <laughs> you know <laughs> we might even let you pick a game for us to play or you can make nick drink some foul cocktail anything to get our foot in the door and you know one percent of your online sales no pressure it's all good <laughs> get those gains uh i like your e-begging it's very good yep yep so uh this week i sent um I sent a message out to try to get a sponsor because I feel like that might be the next step we want to take in, in our progress of this podcast. We seem to be making headway slowly. So I wanted to, to get that in there because I feel like every podcast you listen to has some sort of advertising and they probably get a little bit of money, which would fund some merchandise for us or some other random things that we would put back into the podcast. Good idea, sir. So, so John. So, who did you approach, John? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'd seen this this joke online a while ago about Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. And for those listeners or listener that hasn't heard of this yet, I suggest you go to YouTube and you will laugh your ass off. First, I thought it was a real place. And then I Googled it to see if they existed. And they... <laughs> They don't, but apparently it's on Facebook, so I wanted to just reach out and see what I got for a response. And do do we have a do we have a sponsor? No, he they don't they didn't respond, sadly. Well, I mean, you you approached a made up company that's basically a meme <laughs> for uh for sponsorship. Yes. That's the best sponsor, right? Yeah. Best sponsor. Yeah. Best sponsor. All right, fellas. Let's get into it. Yeah. Hey, what are you drinking tonight? I'll start. I have a vodka, black cherry, uh, club soda. All right, frat girl. Matt, what about you? I'm not doing much better. I'm going to crack it right now. I have, and I I heard this on a podcast the other day, and I love it, and I'm going to steal it, but I have a wild berry truly. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> all, all these, so all these. Yeah, but here's here's the thing, right? On this podcast, they were talking about all these like seltzers that everyone's drinking, and someone called it Millennial Zima, and I laughed my ass <laughs> off. Like that's so fucking funny. You know, we didn't even really get to enjoy that stuff. It like phased out before we were of legal age. I remember the commercials. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, those like, everyone, stellar. Everyone, do you remember everyone like went to a bar and it was like really hot? And they <laughs> sat down, had a Zima, and it was like a whole place iced over. It or was something. man. What was the big thing when we started drinking uh, was um, Smirnoff, and then people made a game oh, out yeah. of ice and ice. Yeah, yeah, because Justin used to drink those. He did. That was, that was his drink of choice. Well, those became like the wine coolers, I think. Yeah. yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever think he had wine coolers. No. Those were something like my parents kind of drank. Like, if they didn't want to do hard stuff or like beer, they did wine coolers, which 
at even like eight years old, I was judging them. <laughs> I was like fucking. Speaking of wine coolers, I'm I'm drinking actual wine. Uh, Bullshit it's from a, a box. again. Yeah. No, it's not from a box. Um, there's a shop down below where my office is, and uh, I like to stop in there when I go up, which is few and far between these days since we're all working from home uh, until summer of next year. So I, I grab a bottle when I when I go to to pick up mail or whatnot. So it's pretty tasty, you know. So you have wine. I have a truly. Nick's got some kind of like vodka drink. Like we've all just cashed in our our man cards tonight. Yeah. Just we're, we're done. It's like, not a good look. I've got a whole, I've got a whole bottle of scotch that I was debating bringing. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't because this is just so much more ridiculous. <laughs> it is like this game. We'll get that now. Oh. Yeah, we'll get there next. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, so what are we currently playing? What are some recent pickups for you guys? I don't want to say mine. Do it. No. Do it, Nick. No. You guys going to make fun of me again. The entire Pokemon collection. <laughs> Here we go. Fuck. You're not wrong. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Did, did I tell you last time I got... Uh, Animal Crossing, because I want to see what the whole thing was about. And it's actually entertaining. It just you, 400 hours later, it's consumed well, your life. So I haven't, I, I don't, I'm not deep diving. Like, I'll play like an hour or two here, there, every couple weeks, every week or so. So I'm not really going far into it like that. So it's, 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 I can't do that with that much monotony at this point. Um, I've been actually playing a lot of retro games. Uh, like okay. off, off time with, besides the game we're playing, I actually finished beat Mario, original uh, original Mario, and what else? Did I, I did went through Super Mario Brothers three as well, just because it is the fiftieth anniversary. Oh, right on fiftieth. Sorry, thirty fifth anniversary. It's, uh, yeah. it's like holy fuck, Nick. <laughs> so yeah, I went through that. Well, who was you no know, Sega just had their sixtieth? Is that what they're going through? Their sixtieth anniversary of becoming a company? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Nintendo's like a hundred years old because they used to make playing cards, right? Yeah, they're old and dirt. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's pretty much what I'm playing. Uh, I did because I saw it dirt cheap. I did actually get the newest, latest Pokemon game just to see what it's like. And it's okay. But I can tell you what it's like. Every other Pokemon game. Nope, it's not, John. It's not, but you're a bastard, so I don't care. <laughs> Nick, how is it different than every other game? Just different aspects. I mean, if you really want to go down to that nitty-gritty road, then how are the games that we play any real difference from the other ones that we played? I mean, they don't really differ. Well, I mean, that's kind. Of, that's. I mean, they all have. They all, they all, they all like, have similarities in their end. They all have rules. They all involves like screens and buttons and rules. So I guess they're all the same. No, no, no. Well, our latest one here is a mix of uh, uh, SimCity and any side scroller. Nothing changed. Yeah, yeah. But hold on. Tell us, like, it, if there's a lay person out there and they have their copy of Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon, you know, we'll even go back to like on the DS, a Pokemon game on the DS. We won't. Can you actually? Can you actually? Can you actually say? Do we know a Pokemon game came on a DS? Uh, Platinum, maybe. 
I think I have uh, black and white and black two and white two. I have one of them. It's the same as all the ones before it. I can't wait till they use Crayola colors like burnt sienna. Well, no, no. Now they're on other things. They're on like sword and shield. So I got sword. So they made it. The game is made more of battling. It's more battle centric versus, I mean, yes, you can catch up and you want to, you know, raise whatever and catch them all. But it's not as the first one, I think, the very first one, Pokemon Red, Blue and Green were centric of just catching them all. It wasn't really. And the battle system was kind of secondary. And the latest one, the battle system's not secondary. It's at the forefront. It's the main reason I actually pretty much play the game. So, and there's more... An actually, there's also, I think as the game's developed more, there's actually more story behind the premise of it. First one, there was no story at all. Hey, you're going to go in the world and you got to catch these. That's pretty much it. You have to defeat your rival, man. It's all about the hero's quest. There's uh, well, there's no. It's not even really a hero's quest this time around. Like you do have a rival, but it's not like at the forefront of this game. Well, there was that was the story in the original game. It did yeah, have a story again. That was original, but uh, and, you know, so hold on, hold on, hold okay, on. Okay, what's not on. going? This we is, have other stuff to talk about. Uh, no, 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 no. I want I want to say my one thing, and then I will shut up. You know, this reminds me of like when I go to Home Depot with Nikki, and we're like trying to pick up paint colors. And I'm like, oh, that's white. And she's like, no, that's off-white plus cream. Like, no, it's fucking white. Like, <laughs> There's that's... a difference. <laughs> Bringing colors into this. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Pokemon taupe. Uh, it's just taupe. <laughs> <laughs> I may be oh, a couple drinks in already, by the way. It's not a, that's, that's... It's not, it's not been a great week, so... If if it's not drunk, Nick, I don't want it. Right. This is the this is retro gaming plus alcoholism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt, what have you been uh, playing, man? Oh well, so pickups, right? Pickups. Uh, I'm I'm still going dirt cheap because I got to pay off my uh, GC loader. I get reminded about that like daily in this house. Um, but I did go and I bought um a copy of Free McBoot. And basically all that is is just a glorified hacked um, memory card for your PlayStation 2. And it'll let you run game files. You can do a bunch of stuff with it, but it'll let you run game files off uh, either the hard drive for PlayStation or off a USB stick um, on certain models. I think it's like if you look at the the PlayStation models, it'll work on all fatties and then the one of the slims that doesn't have the half shiny top. So I've been testing that out. I've, I've been on a kick where I really – I'm kind of shying away from disc-based games. I've kind of gotten burned too many times and I'm I'm trying to find solutions to having to use a disc where things just seem to be going wrong there. But uh, I've been playing a game called Odin Sphere for PlayStation 2. Really cool game. Uh, it's made by the same people that made uh, Miramasa the Demon Blade on Wii. I think I was telling you guys about that like – Really cool hand-drawn 2D kind of, I don't know, 2D 2D brawler, but kind of 2D beat-em-up kind of game. Okay. Uh, Really cool. So I've been liking it so far. But beyond that, uh, you know, I've been playing a little bit of that and playing a little bit of this, but uh, not a whole lot. Yeah. Same here. You? you? Um, No pickups. I mean, we we bought this – I bought this game 
um, for this episode. I, I know it's a good game to have. It's, you know, one of the original games that, that came out with the SNES, I think around that time. Um, definitely popular. So picked it up on eBay. Uh, first cartridge I've played on the SNES in quite some time. And I liked it. You know, I love that controller. Love the feel of it. Um, as far as other games I've been playing, it's just Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, um, ah. whatever's on the, the NES, SNES library on Switch. Just dabbling around a little bit. Not, not anything too in-depth. If, if you remember, what did you pay for it? I bought – so I bought this game for myself. Oh, God. Big <sighs> – Beginning of this year, beginning of, yeah, beginning of this year, and I maybe paid like twenty five for it. What what's it going for now? Thirty with shipping. Thirty, yeah, with shipping. Right. So that not too far off. It didn't skyrocket like some this year, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like playing the stock market, guys. You know, some of these games. <laughs> when in doubt, buy games published by Atlas and just hold on to them. Yeah. Yeah. This week is ActRaiser, if we didn't say that already. My history with the game, there isn't much. I I remember, and I'm going to dust off some nostalgia cobwebs here. This game was on the Nick Arcade show, if any of you remember watching that, where kids had to play in the arcade. Do you remember that? I Yeah, I do. I I love that show. And I remember, like, they had Melissa Joan Hart on there, and they had her play Sonic, and she fucking sucked at it. <laughs> and as a kid, I just was, like, raging out in the background going, oh, my God, what are you doing? Dude. So, yeah. These poor kids, man, they they probably had, like, anxiety. And, you know, they're, they're on television, and they're just butchering these games in front of an audience. And then all of their friends and family that are like, hey, you made it on TV. Oh, you suck at video games. <laughs> this is one kid that played ActRaiser that I watched on YouTube. I found a clip of he just went and couldn't jump and he lost. Like, oh, that man. was brutal, man. And they're like counting down and he's just sitting there with the controller, like blank face, you know, not good. Not very Can good. Can you imagine if, imagine if that kid like became like a wonderkin for like some game company and, you know, I think we need to incorporate this into our design, guys. Guys, Like, we need to add this in. Shut up there, Poindexter. Like, you're the one that couldn't jump on ActRaiser back in 91. Yeah. It haunts you forever because it lives in the internet forever. Speaking of which, um, one of my wife's friend's husbands, uh, you two will know who I'm talking about, was on, or he, so he tells us, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Great show. Great and show. He, and he messed up the monkey puzzle. Oh, he was one of those kids. So we need to find that. I, I've been meaning to like see if I can find episodes to see if he's lying or not. Because, you know, he does stretch the truth from time to time. But I really want to see if this is true. Because then, then that would be that kid that you know that was on a game show. Because <laughs> I don't know anybody else that ever made it on that. Because we're from, you know, the boonies in Maine. 
I I know one person that was on a game show. My boss showed me. I don't know if he wants me saying this. He he ended up on the Prices Right back in the eighties, and it. Uh, he he showed us when we were having like a bad day at work one day, and it was funny as fuck to watch. Like it 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 just you know if you're having a bad day, that is definitely a way to bring the whole office up is bringing your prices right. You know, um, yeah. Bob, Bob was kind of a dick to him too. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you being a dick? No, the price the price is wrong. Price is wrong, is wrong Bobby. Bob. So. Another thing that, that kind of um, was historical with this game was in our in our music challenge saga that we did a couple of months ago, we all agreed that this 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 was a banger. Like Fillmore from Actraiser was a an epic song, right? Oh, we agreed and we fought. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the beginning. I don't think we ever got through a music challenge because near the like we fought so hard in the first like week or so. That we just petered off. Yeah, we, just, we, we didn't. We, we didn't wrap up. All. We were still missing like ten days of that month. But uh, this was a good track, and I was like, you know. And I looked. I looked at the game because I was like, I got to do some some more games I haven't played, and this was one of them. And so that, that's that solidified this pick for me. Was that was hearing that song, and I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, I I uh, the person who did. I don't know if you saw this when you were. Research and the person who did the soundtrack, um, uh, in one of those cases that can't be my own handwriting, as uh, Yuzo Koshiro. Koshiro, yeah, uh, he's Koshiro, they Streets of Rage soundtrack. Streets of Rage. He did Sonic. Like he's got he's got some some top games in there. Um, I don't. I couldn't find this. I heard this somewhere, and it's haunted me because I can't find proof of it. So, if anyone, any of the listeners out there. Uh, what, Tweet me, tweet tweet our tweet our, our show because I if if you have this I would love to have where where I found this but I thought I heard somewhere that because the Super Nintendo is like a sample based console and they were working I think on Final Fantasy two uh, four if you're an elitist um, for the Super Nintendo they were working on the music and ActRaiser came out and it blew their minds. And it, it basically sent them back to the drawing board and they had to go and like re-record all their samples to make the music for Final Fantasy IV. Because this was back um back when Square had a whole battle with Enix going on. Yeah. I don't I don't know where I found that fact, and I and I might have just imagined it like half the things that go on on the show. But uh <laughs> yeah, if, if anyone has that, get in touch with us. There's a lot of stories making that it up. intertwine between development companies, I'd imagine. Um, yeah. So this game was made by Quintet, uh, which was made. They formed in like '89, um, right before the the SNES boom, and a couple guys, you know, branched off from a bigger company. Then they were responsible for the Y's, the YS. I don't know how to actually say that. I know it's a big franchise. Oh, e- East. East. Okay. East. They they had involvement with East. Yeah. Yep. So oh, yeah, that, I was going to make you play that. That action RPG is in their blood, and they were like, "Hmm, let's let's branch off and let's make a action simulation game." And they they roped in their their good buddy Kashiro, who also worked there, and had him knock out some tracks for this game. And this game had some great music, man. I I thought it was awesome. 
And they made the game in 1990, and it was one of the first games available around the SNES launch. Yeah, and and John, I've been filling your head full of shit. Um, it was not a launch title, but it was close to it. Yep. Because I, I I looked this up before, so the launch titles for the Super in North America, Mario World, F Zero, Pilot Wings, um, Sim City, and Gradius Three. Okay. And so this one wasn't launched, but it was damn close. So I apologize, I was wrong. Oh. Eh, no worries. <clears throat> yeah. You can take that take that audio clip and just play it over and over. I and want over. that sound bite. <laughs> I'm I'm humble. I've heard you admit you're wrong more times than I can recount. All right. Yeah, you know, I'll let it slide. Don't let don't let Nikki know that. No. <laughs> she made you bald, so you you paid your price. Ah, uh, yep. Yep. Yep, <laughs> I did. Poor Matt. So this was a pretty unique game uh for the time because you know, there were the action RPGs where you you know, kind of had the the fighting real time and, you know, the, the life counter and all that jazz. But this, like, this kind of cleaved the game into two distinct styles where you had the platformer and you had the simulation. And each level required a bit of both. So there wasn't ever any long periods of time of, of one or the other. You had to bounce back and forth constantly. And And to be honest, I don't know... I don't know of any games that do it like this, that, that have this weird mix of, of simulation and platformer. Yeah. I think they recently made one for Xbox called Soul Seraph. I don't know anything about it. I haven't played it. But I, I honestly can't find any game out there, at least when I was searching around, where they mix platformer and like a god sim. Very, very weird mix. and. It was good. I mean, it was definitely a good attempt on their part to do it. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, are we are we just jumping on in? What's that? Are we jumping right on in to feeling? Yeah. On it? So, yeah, sure. If you if you want, I like the platform. The platform was pretty solid. Uh, the trolls were, be honest, the trolls weren't the greatest. But I was also playing. A ROM, and it was having some troubles with that, as you guys well aware. So it was a little <laughs> clunky of the jump and the buttons, like the timing. Like I, I had to reconfigure my timing. Just like oh, I pressed it. Oh, there's like a second delay on the jump and tack. So after figuring that out, it was pretty it flowed pretty well. Um, the sim, I felt just like. It was too simplistic, so it felt more tedious. Like I just, I was like, I just want to get through it. I just want to get get this over and fucking done with, so I can get through the act. I just want to get the act. I just want to get the the platforming. So I felt if they had more features built into the sim, it probably would have been a little bit better. And the other thing is, the fucking prayers were so annoying. Jesus, Joseph, and Mary. I meant what I just said as well. This, the prayers were just so annoying. It's constantly like you're in the middle of doing something. And, oh, sorry, Lord. We we have I have to humans have something to say to you. Okay. So, <laughs> so you you've given us in that rant. You've given us a ton to unpack. Let's unpack. Yeah. Let's unpack. 
So you need to be in Bruce Almighty 3, is what you're saying. No. Because no. everybody, they're all annoying you. <laughs> God, I, I was going to make a joke about that, right? actually. I I just, I destroy the world. I just like, you know, fuck it. You guys don't deserve this. Peace. <laughs> John, regale us in the story, because I, I, maybe that will help help explain some of Nick's problems. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll preface it with Nick's Pring, rant. Praying it. Right? <laughs> so this is... This is a classic theme. It's it's good versus evil, God versus the devil. Uh, except Nintendo had some censorship issues with this. So instead of God, you are Tanzra. And no. No? Master. No, you're the master. Oh, master. that's right. That's right. Tanzra was Satan. My bad. Drunk. Drunker. Ah, I can't read my own writing either, and it's on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Tanzra is your enemy and you are the master and you have your little uh, cherub, angel, cupid, alpha five helper. <laughs> Didn't You know, I, I kind of got the vibe of like the Power Rangers from this, but backwards. And also Captain, and Captain Planet was mixed in there too. You had – you fight – the what is it five or six minions right of of the devil six yeah but it, it's backwards so you're against all of them whereas in in like Captain Planet he has the five teenagers Power Rangers they have the five Rangers and the bad guy and and Zordon or Captain Planet right so like are we actually the bad guys here that has to be the biggest stretch so I've ever God. heard in storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I just wanted to go on a tangent for a minute because oh. I, I got a little I got a little distracted when I was writing. Um, <laughs> what were you on? I, I just like making sidebar tangents like that sometimes. How many gummies you know? did you have on that one? You know, <laughs> we can't we can't count. Oh my God. <laughs> So they had to change God to the master because Nintendo had, what was it, a, like a prohibited inclusion of anything religious, right? Nintendo back then was really restrictive on what they would allow. And Holy. It, so anything- they, were, they were really tough during the NES days and they got – I think they were really tough during the Super Nintendo days. They kind of – they kind of lightened up a little bit after after um, Mortal Kombat 2 came out, but they still kept that religious thing. And, and tons of games, tons of examples of games where any religious symbols, they would scratch it or they would change the whatever the context was as to not offend us Puritan Americans. They're so easily yeah. offended. You know, they uh, they were a little bit ahead of their time over there. Um, they just didn't give a fuck so, over there. Yeah, yeah, they they they've done some weird shit. Yeah, so the story story on this was kind of cool though, in that it is it is that classic God versus the devil, but basically God would you God wake up and I guess I think you've been either tired or you've been resting after battling. These demons. Yeah, so there was the and, eternal and- struggle for for many years, and um, Tanzra summoned his his minions, his six minions, to fight you. So they kind of overwhelmed you, and you got you got your ass kicked, and you had to go sleep in your sky palace for a couple hundred years while 
Satan and his minions ravaged the world, pretty much. Yeah. And like you wake up and 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 you basically have to restart civilization. That that's kind of your your whole thing in this game, right? Vanquish evil and rebuild rebuild the world. Yeah, yeah. Cupid wakes you up and he goes, Hey, guy, you gotta go do some stuff so people, you know, believe in you again. What's cool is that you you are God in this game, but you play as like you're using two different methods of playing the game. Like you either control the angel in the sim mode or in the platforming mode, you take control of a statue. Like yeah. and the statue comes to life and that that's how you fight the monsters. You're not like you're not like God just coming down like, ah, I'm gonna kick everything's ass. Right. Like, there's more to it than that. Yeah, he has to he has to be in a in a body. The original, the, the first level um, was easy. You know, it's a nice intro, Fillmore. You, you jump in and, and it's a pretty decent platformer level. First mini boss, not not too difficult. I, f- I feel like it was just a little bit off from what I was used to for jumping and stuff. It was stiff. I got a lot of, stiff, I don't know if you guys felt word. this, but did you get some Castlevania vibes from yep. the controls? Yep. Yeah, very much so. It just, it just wasn't very. Fl- I mean, I got used to it, but it just, it definitely was something like, oh, I got to readjust how I think when I'm jumping on this. Well, I am not as nimble jump, as I jump I, high, high, but you can jump apparently really far. So instead, of like, oh, this, I should be able to just jump up and jump up and jump up to hit this next platform. No, you had to jump. What I could only say is like probably extra would be probably ten and fifteen feet across, which you would make it. And you had to keep on going back and forth to j- do the jump. And I just yeah. got that got kind of annoying, uh, just because also if you didn't pretty much jump at the right time, leaving the pa- other pad, you'd fall. Yeah, down. blood pool. I, I definitely fell a bunch because I would hit sideways and jump and not make it. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta time it better. Um, and it was a little forgiving on some of those ones where you you it didn't look like you could make it, but it counted it because you know. Your toe landed on it, so you were good. I I found that there was – it felt like there was a delay when you went to swing your sword. And I don't know if that's because they're trying to give the feel of, you know, you're swinging a big-ass sword. It takes time for it to, to move where it needs to go. But I would constantly get wrecked when I would jump and use the sword at the same time because the timing was kind of weird. Then. I don't know if you guys felt that too, but I, I, would, I would hit the button to swing the sword and it would be delayed – quite a bit and then like whatever enemy I thought I was going to hit smokes me and I'd knock back and I'd die. Yeah, the timing for hitting and you know, these guys moved a lot too. That was that was challenging in, in the later levels. Well, also the enemy was like if you backed out of the sc- backed out enough out of the screen and you go back in, the enemy's there again. So there, it's constant respawn. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, it was, it was, it I, wasn't didn't, like I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't like you clear the space. It's like 
oh, he went out frame, frame a couple frames and went back in. The enemy's there again. So you're like, oh crap. Let me redo what everything I just did. Like I, I was surprised how well well it looked though. For being a launch game, you could tell it was launch near a launch game though. Definitely, you could tell it was near a launch game. Yeah, I mean, it's really it, good. It, it's really uh, good, but you could tell like it was definitely the start of when those games came out versus what we played like Donkey Kong or something at the end tail end. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, the platforming I have, I have Turk Super Turrican, and the the feel of it reminded me of that a little bit. You know, um, I think you're onto something there because I kind of got a similar it, it the level design. Yep. It it's not like go right to left or left to right. There's this like vertical exploration kind of levels kind of loop around. There's kind of this weird up and down feel. It reminded me. It reminded me of a lot of like a lot of British games. So when you said Turrican, I'm like, yes, that that's the exact feel I get out of this. Yeah, it's not like it's not like Mario left and right, you know, Mega Man left and right. I mean, this you're going up something, down something. I don't know. Yeah, the castles the man. felt. Yeah, the the later castles they felt big. They did. the The last one was huge. So you you have your initial is the platformer, and then you jump right into your sim mode where um, you have two people apparently. And uh, you gotta you gotta fry some bushes for them so they can build their their civilization. And all the while they're getting abducted by dragon bats. Like these these fuckers <laughs> were relentless. Did you guys ever go over to like the layer where these things spawn from and and click on it and be like, there are like four hundred and seventy more bats in here? And you'd be like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah you will. I I wonder if anyone's ever said. I mean, they must. Someone must have. But sat there for a long ass time and just said, "I'm gonna drain this thing." Depleted like 400 it. bats. Well, I was, I, I those bats were very frisky. This, and <clears throat> me, how do you guys play the sim mode? Do you like? Oh, I'm really gonna start a simulation. Like you like had it blocked out. I mean, I've, John, being the engineer you are, you probably did something similar where you just have like all blocked out into a nice central area around the around the around the main. Uh, temple i'm sure yeah well you were pretty limited because you know the denser forest you couldn't eliminate the rock um so you had a set amount of squares you could you could build in and that was it like they there wasn't a whole lot of room for maneuvering and but adjustments i guess you, you probably made still a fairly uniformed town or village whatever i'm sure I mean, my focus was to get to the monster layers as okay. fast as I could, so and then that was mine. Yeah, I literally, that as soon as I could highlight it, I just literally just I would like bring the angel dude over there and like you're building in this direction. I'm like, yes, you are. And by time, usually it was mostly. I think I had like maybe at one point like four actually huts built, and everything else was mostly road at that one time. Then I slowly caught yeah. up and started building everything around it and adding a. Uh, fields to it, but mostly it was just roads because I wanted to get to the have them close up all the uh, uh, monsters den. I mean, you were pretty. It was pretty straightforward, right? Like they 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 would do things on their own. Like if you left it, it was they could build a field. Like you didn't have control over that, did you? No, you didn't. Not Which of I wish you kind of did. Not of what they built. Like I like I said, I wish in the sim like they went a little more in depth 
or they made it a little bit more like it's too simplistic. So it really just felt like a waste of time. Like in between building phases, you're just trying to nail down, uh, keep uh, all the monsters away from the villages, be it uh, the bats, the ice dragon that looks like the friggin' dragon from. Uh, Why well, can't I think of the show right off the top of my head now? Uh, Game of Thrones at the end. Oh, the ice dragon. Yeah, I thought I'm like, geez, I want like ice dragon from Game of Thrones. That or if <laughs> more geeky. I was like, oh, it's Blue Eyes White Dragon from Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that went over you guys' head. Yeah, you got me on that one. <laughs> that one's uh... Maybe that one listener so, might play Yu-Gi-Oh! as well out there. They might. It's pretty popular. Um, uh, this. What did you guys think of the Simbo, Nick? I, I, I hear you on, like, the... It was a little bit redundant where... The angel would say, "Oh, geez, they have something to say." Like, no shit, Sherlock. That happens every time. Like, oh, don't yeah, be surprised anymore. I, I think you almost time it. It's like almost like a three minute interval. Like, hey, they have something for. They have something to say. Oh, my son, yeah. he ran away. Find him, please. <laughs> Get bring him this bread. <laughs> then I didn't realize for a while how like, like oh, okay, I found him. Like, okay, I kept him pressing buttons. Like. Fuck! What do I do? What do I do to get this kid's bread? I didn't realize he's gonna die. You had to, go, you had to go back into the uh, back into uh, accept offerings. I'm like, you mean I have to one just hear them, then go back in for me to get the offering and listen to them again? Like, oh, we have this. Oh, we have this. I'm like, well, why didn't you give it to me the first time we talked? I don't know if this game is like like a bold statement on like. Uh, on the concept of God, but if I was God, I would be so thoroughly annoyed, right? Because I, it's just like I have monsters to fight. I have I have six demon generals that have taken over my land, and you're praying to me about your fucking son Teddy, and, and you're trying to get me to give him bread. Are you serious? Go, you're his parents. You go do something. I wonder to if Teddy. that's his actual name, help. like the translation. Teddy. Help was that? Was it just like Teddy? <laughs> One most American like, name is, ever. <laughs> I, I'm assuming this is like way, way back there. So I'm looking for like a Josiah, a uh, you know, Eminon or something <laughs> like that. Not <laughs> hey, Kenny <laughs> <Eddie> Roxbury. <laughs> oh man. Well, we don't have enough characters. What will fit? Uh, I don't hey, know. Teddy, you got an idea? Teddy, dude. <laughs> How about my name? I will use it. Oh, so the, they didn't they didn't go too crazy with this game, right? Because they just kept talking to you. There were no sacrifices. They didn't have any wars that we knew of. That they, they did. You didn't control them, but there was one town that people were fighting with each other. You needed to give them music to calm their evil, wicked souls. Well, they didn't wage war on your behalf. There was no sacrifices to God. Like they didn't have an altar of sacrifice for animals or people. And they didn't go wage war. You're getting offerings. Where did those offerings came from? They offered you like bread and shit, right? And crops. There's no here's a body, right? Here here's wheat. That's what they gave you. There's no here's a carcass. Come on. You're going very old testament on this. That's game. what it like, is. You're expecting like you want to send down pestilence and shit. Like you really When we gave them you know, when, he, they, when they quote unquote made music, they're having orgies down there. We all know it. <laughs> 
this this leads me to believe that this is early Canada because they're so nice. <laughs> this is going to segue into getting Paul onto our podcast, our our, our friendly Canadian. I'm going to shit on Canada right now, and hopefully he hears this and then comes to its defense. Well, he's not he's not even pure Canadian. He's lived there for more than half of his life. He's Canadian now. Is that is that the acceptable range? Yes. Paul's kind of like um. Do you guys watch Parks and Rec? Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you know when um Adam Scott's character, whatever his name is, keeps getting like hired by that accounting firm <laughs> and then just keeps quitting? <laughs> that that's Paul with this podcast. Paul's like ah, I'll, I'll, I'm ready. And it's like nah, we're all just like bummed. Like oh no, Paul. <laughs> Dude, that is perfect. I love it. <laughs> Oh man! The day Paul comes on to so, our podcast will be the last day we will probably record. Last time we record, I, it's good that that we have like a continent to separate us because Paul and I would argue so bad when we were kids that we would just punch each other, <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah, throw something. I don't know, man. We we got in a lot of fights after we had heated discussions because he's definitely a better um, arguer than I am. So I would just throw something at him and then we'd punch each other. See, I like that. That's the American way. If you can't win it. <laughs> if you can't win it, get, vi- get violent. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I liked it after you cleared out all of the, the monster's dens. Um, you, you got to jump on the boss fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there was another side-scroller level. Uh, each one kind of increased in difficulty. Um, and then the boss fight, I, we could, we could talk in depth, but I, I'd like to just, you know, gloss over that, um, pick our favorites here and there. And this first boss fight in Fillmore was a bitch. You didn't have that much oh. life. You just slugged it out with this guy, right? Which, which one? Cause so, so you're talking, you're talking the centaur? centaur when you started out, or are you talking the minotaur? Who's the, who's the general? The minotaur, uh, man. The centaur was easy. You guys you didn't even get hit by him. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. I found that that bosses in this game kind of fell into one of two categories. It was like I either needed to be extremely careful and then like take cheap shots when they were doing something, or it was just like a duke it out. Like I hit them, they hit me, and we'll see who makes it at the tail end of it. Same. And I I think that's how I fought the Minotaur is I just kept hitting him and hope I didn't die. Yeah, dude, you slugged it out and just hoped that you – you could level up um, based on the population, right? Like the, the more houses you built in each area or the more road that you built so they could build houses, the more population would increase and your level would go up. And each, each time you gained a level, you gained a health bar. That would have paid off. That's where I think it would have paid off. They add a little more, like meat to the sim. Is you'd be more apt to play the sim a little bit longer, build up the village, you know, get it maxed out as high as you can, then go into these boss battles, and you know you're fully loaded. 
Yeah. And that's what I that's what I did. I tried to build my cities up as much as I could. Like I jumped around if I could. The game kind of limits you. It won't let you go to like some of the other towns until you've done something. Right. Or it won't let you progress too far into them. Yeah, because they're like, all like petrified with fear or it's too cold. So some need of them a, need a bridge. Yep. But I would I would I would try to jump around like in the middle levels. I think I went out of order too, because I was trying to get levels. Fun fact, John. God clearly hates uh, civil engineers in this game <laughs> because because if you you don't want to build bridges, right? You 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 want to build the absolute minimal amount of bridges to get over the river, and then don't build anymore because a bridge takes up space where a house could be. Yeah, so that cuts down your population. I definitely. I, I think I was like one health bar away from being full. Right. Um, yeah, and that was probably that recent because I was like, "Oh, more bridges are better." And then hindsight, twenty twenty, <laughs> whoops. It's a, it's, a, it's a trap for the engineers of the world. It is. Well, it's like I don't know if it's a statement on like you know, fuck the rich, but mansions don't give you a whole lot of population. Like, so I was finding like whenever a mansion would pop up, I'd fry it. I said, bring out the lightning bolt. It's like, fuck you, Richie. I need a bunch of. I need more. I so need you more population truly playing here. A, bene- a benevolent god, in a sense. Everyone you is equal. You're like, you know what? Peace. See, I didn't care. I, just, I literally was like, okay, let me get through this. Get through this. Get through this. Rush through the rush through the act. Rush through the act and get to the next uh, world or next part of the country. Well, I think you were hamstrung by your shitty ROM too. Oh. So you were you were under the gun more than we were, where we had way more time. Um, I I had half the time because I made it halfway through this game, and my little gremlin child decided to kick the Nintendo and <laughs> froze it, <laughs> and it wiped my save file like it did back in Final Fantasy three when I was ten. So my, I remember, I, I distinctly I- remember. Being halfway through the dark, the world of ruin in Final Fantasy three, and just jumping down onto my beanbag, and my Nintendo just shut off, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." And I went over and I reset it, and all of the save files were gone, and I cried and ran downstairs. Dude, the, almost the same thing happened to me like two years ago. I, I mean, complete with crying. Like <laughs> when I bought when I bought Final Fantasy three. My my thing got jiggled. I didn't make it as far as you did, but I reached because you always complained. You were always like, "Oh, you didn't beat Final Fantasy three without using state save states and like fast forward button." Like, fine, I'll buy the game and beat it legit. <laughs> I got I got all the way to I the the world hadn't ended, um, but for some reason I was like trying to get something around my Nintendo or, and like it jiggled it. And same thing, wiped the save, so I had to p- start all over and play the whole way through just so I didn't have to listen to you judge me for not not beating it your way. <laughs> it's gut wrenching to have that happen, man. You just just lose progress, just done. Start over. We are dedicated people to 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 keep at it when when presented with these obstacles, you know. Nick, Nick, so you had fun. You had a fun experience too. I take it. Yeah, so the, the ROM I had was a translation, which was fun and everything. But what happened would be it would just completely freeze. And not actually completely freeze. It would freeze. Like, I couldn't move, but I still hear the music was still playing just fine. And you still see people moving. But I couldn't, like, move my character. 
And I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's just, you know, literally the controller. Plug in the controller, replug it in. Nope, not the controller. And because the controller will still let me to access other uh, menus, the actual Pi itself, and restart everything. I'm like, okay, so the controller is working. It's just this part function is stopped. And I did it like three times before I tried another ROM. And at that point, I was I knew everything from Fillmore, so I cruised through Fillmore really quickly. Then I got through Blood. Uh, I did it again in Blood. And then I was able to cruise through blood pool. And <laughs> after I finished blood pool, I got into the desert world and my dog got spooked, excited. I have no fucking idea. Ran across, grabbed, snagged onto my controller wire and ripped my pie right out of the freaking, right out of everything. And this one, I'm like, oh, that's great. Um, I forgot to save state. And. My latest save file was all the way back at the beginning of Blood Pool. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this shit. <laughs> so I got to, I think, Cassandra. Cassandra? Whatever. Cassandra. Yeah. Yeah. That level was all right. My, I think my favorite was Blood Pool. I like the mini boss at the, at the start of Cassandra. Which one was that? Centipede, I think it is. Like a centipede that comes out of the sand. Oh yeah, oh, you know what that reminded me of. Did you guys ever play like um, all the Super Star Wars games? Sarlacc. Oh, I think yeah. That's I kind of got that vibe from it. Yeah, I, I did too. I yeah, that was a neat yeah. little boss, and Lola was pretty neat too. It was, it was fun, though. It was weird seeing that one. Those one villain that was like a man's body with fly wings and like a scorpion like bottom. Those guys were dicks, man. They were just. Randomly zigzagging. They're annoying you. as hell, but it's just like weird. It was a weird. Like I, I, I would like to see what the actual character art is for those <laughs> versus what the sprite is. Because it looked like someone just like chopped off and there's like there's a spinal cord just dangling there. Please tell me you'd cast Jeff Goldblum as that character. <laughs> We've, we got to do another Nick cast movie. Oh man, because that was it was top notch. I still listen to that every now and then. It's just like you got Adam depressed. Sandler cast as a. <laughs> no, that one's good too. Well, you're the god of depression. The god of depression. It's funny. I'm I'm working on a website for us because we're gonna need one eventually. And I thought about that. I'm like, I need to put that. You know, like under under our, our bios or something. Like Nick is the god of depression. <laughs> <laughs> we do have another god game in front of us right now. You know. I don't know what what changes would be made or like what type of god we would be. Matt Matt sounds like an asshole god. Doesn't want anybody I, to have classes, you know. Oh, he'd be Loki. I, I am like Loki. I, <laughs> the the egalitarian god. Everyone is in there. No mansions. No, you know. I don't know. I just I needed population, and I didn't want bridges, and I didn't want mansions. So I'm sorry, people. I'm using you to get stronger to fight the bad guys. So yeah. you live in your ho- you need to live in your hovel. I, I quaked everybody. You know, I'd give them the wheat uh, instead I of the first crop. I accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of uh, magic points to friggin' cause an earthquake. Sixty, I think, right? One sixty. No, it's just sixty. Oh, it is okay. It's sixty, and I you didn't get to do it until like the the third level, I think, right? I did it on the second level, 
and ah. I did it like, oh, okay, I have everything built. And I was like, I was trying to figure out how to get to the other thing. I didn't realize I had to use, save the kid to get a special item to destroy the lair, monster lair by myself. So I'm like, oh, maybe I need to like carve out something, or maybe I can level this mountain with the earthquake. Press it, I'm like, I'm like, oh, nothing happened. Go back to where all the people's homes were, and there was nothing but little rubble. I'm like, well, fuck, that, that sucked. So I spent I, the, next, what, Nick, I think I I could spent the s- next like half an hour trying to get them to rebuild everything. I could see you like big dick energying all your all your uh, followers. Like you walk in and you and, and you help them build their their civilization back up partly, and then you just friggin' level it, and it's like, look what I can do to well, you. I was telling you guys, don't piss me I off. I told you what, what I used to do with the Sim City. I'd build up the biggest city I could. You know, have it. I think at the point because like in Sim City, which we're going to be playing, by the way. We're gonna be playing that. Um, get it to like Metro Sim City or Sim City Two Thousand. Sim City, the SNES Sim City oh. Three Thousand. <laughs> I-, I like the one where the the engineer where I always cut the guy's funding and he goes, "Don't cut funding for the roads." Like, I always <laughs> think of John at that fire. I'm gonna do the one where like you can send Bowser to destroy things. That's what I would do. Is I my mom used to get pissed at me because I'd take her save file and I'd go through and I'd cause. A, Tornado, Bowser, like all, I'd pretty much layer up the friggin' all the atrocities and, you know, all these uh, uh, big things happen. She come back because I'd save it to a pretty much burnt out city, destroyed. And she had like a metropolitan. Oh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> you literally 2020'd her. Like, all the oh. problems of 2020 is what you've done. This is you running the show. You had some foresight. I would have hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was back when, when there was oh. no social media. <laughs> Just leveling it. No social yeah. media, and there's no. Um, uh, was it? Uh, binge watching TV. You had to occupy your time somehow. Yeah. Matt, what was your favorite level? You know, I don't know. I I liked you know, so in the God Sim for some reason I liked the island level. You know, uh, Morena, Morana, something yeah. like that. I, I thought that was cool, uh, just because that bird symbol. Right. Is, you didn't know what it meant yet. You knew, but you didn't know. Well, it was in um, it was in Illusion of Gaia. Oh, that's right. And it's, it's weird because all these quintet games have this like weird connection where – and the same symbol was in um, Cassandra too or Cassandora, whatever the hell the name is, it, it, off in the ground. But Illusion of Gaia has that symbol in it too. And it's weird like it, like ActRaiser, I, I think – I think they're all connected because I think like ActRaiser, the master or god or whatever, is like reviving the civilization. And then in Soul Blazer, I think he's following the master. I think he's referred to the master. Like you're in this in this world. It's, What's Wikipedia? I think, all, I think all five games are somewhat set in the same universe. Hmm. So when I saw that, that bird symbol – because uh, I played Illusion of Gaia before I played this one. I'm like, oh, man, that's so cool. Like, th- there's there's a connection. I don't know what it is, but I like it. Just the bird symbol. That's that's their the Easter bird- egg in each game. 
And I, I can't remember because I haven't played Terranigma in forever, but I can't yeah, remember that's if that's in I've never played Soul Blazer. Me neither. I've never I've never played it. So that'd be a good one to add to the list. Yeah. I um I like Bloodpool the best because uh, you get to you know do a little random side quest and you gotta like there's that hidden dragon layer that you gotta drop the thing on. Um, I don't know. It's fun. You get to build bridges for the first time. I think right or they, they you give them the technology. I don't know. It was bigger. It was a bigger uh, province. Which, by the way, provinces in this game, there's like six of them, so this is Canada. I, I, my opinion is solidified. <laughs> oh, God. was like Itos or something like that. That one just was so short. I didn't really, I don't have really anything to comment about that one. That was where you first see one of the spinning head guys that just like zaps all of your life because they can th- throw themselves all the way across the screen. Yeah, they're, they're nasty. Oh, like, those the guys bats, were annoying. And they all do different things to your population too. Like bats steal your followers. Like they'll fly off with four so of John, them. Yeah. Uh, Matt, and then, uh, sorry to interrupt. What's that? So I'm going to solidify uh-huh, you, Matt. Yeah. So, Act Razor, Act Razor 2 is in connection with Soul Blazer, Illusion of Gaia, and Terra Enigma. They're spinoffs. I'll take it. I'll take my victories when I get them. Um, Boom. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, there was. Okay, so, okay, so you had the demons. The demons go and they like fry crops. Yep. And then the skulls cause earthquakes. I think, that's, I think I think those are the only bosses that are the only bad guys that you fought in sim mode. Yeah, the like the the red dragon and the 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 ice dragon. They definitely just fried houses or crops. There's a red yeah, dragon. Yeah, it was. They didn't do much. I think it's a demon. There's a demon. demon? Okay. And I think it was just annoying. It would just like, uh, I mean, it would just run the crops dry. So it kept on. There's a one point where I had in. I think it's not Bloodpool, but in oh, uh, Cassandra, where at one point it, the timing was where both demons I was trying to fight them off, and there one was just destroying crops as I was trying to get the other one. I had to keep on going back and forth. It got yeah. really annoying. I use that bow. You get that that the bow drop, and it, you can one shot everything. That was that was pretty handy. It, in the later levels where you had the skulls and the and the demons. Do you remember the the special items in this? I never used a single I used only the offerings that they gave me that I needed to use to advance the game. I never used any of the others. Like what did they do? <laughs> um I think you got spells through this. Um there were like the magic scrolls so you could actually use a spell. There was a lot of those. Uh, they had the the magic bow, um, and the the one ups. So there was, yeah, a, a, a D 
decent amount of variety in what they gave you. But like the bomb and the arrows were kind of useless. You could get by without the bomb, which just wiped out all the flying guys. But then think- there's 400 more in each layer, so it didn't matter. I like that God is going to go fight evil with bombs. <laughs> like, like God is like some 1920s like anarchist that's just like going to go bomb down stuff with like a curly mustache or something like that. You know what? I like. <laughs> I have a theory now. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, God. This was the game that was developed by a ancient aliens theorist. <laughs> Okay, you need to elaborate on that. What? <laughs> I'm too drunk to probably elaborate, but we'll see if I can go for it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the only reason I thought that was just because you said bombs. I'm like, and last night I fell asleep to ancient aliens. And, were, and the guy was explaining, like, well, maybe the Thunderbolts were actually, actually uh, you know, rockets being sent down from actual spaceships. And then I'm looking at the right now. I'm actually looking at the the cover art or the box art, and you have this is over actors. You have a little circle disc, and you have bolts coming down from it, and you see pyramids. <laughs> so, yep, that's that, that's a kooky thought out there. Come bring on that, Scientology for me. That plot is so much. I, I I can connect ancient aliens to Act Razor a lot more closely than I can connect like Captain Planet to Act Razor. <laughs> yeah. like, like, that one. I, this is a mix of Captain Planet and Power Rangers. Like what? Just wanted to throw that in there. Give you some. Uh... God comes down in a fucking Megazord yeah. and it's just <laughs> it's just like leveling Satan. Go go, Holy Rangers! Using uh film from another game like Power Rangers did. They ripped off like all of the action sequences from a Japanese show, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah and they just had, they filmed like, like, all the, like the American kids like hanging out at the local, it was like a, the juice shack, right? The juice, yeah, juice shack because, <laughs> you know, we have a bunch of adult writers and they want to send them to a bar, but they can't get away with it. Nope. So juice shack. Yep. All right, so what was your favorite mini-boss that you fought? Um, You know, I don't know. The, the bosses to me, again, it was they weren't all that special. Yeah. It was – again, it was like either be very tact, you know, you know, strategic in what you do with them or just trade punches. The one – and I can't remember where I fought them, but the one where you have to like ride platforms up and get a bunch of shots in and then fall down and not get hit by the platforms. That's Cassandora. That's the... No, no, that's uh, Marana. That's the genie. Oh, yeah. That one was kind of cool. That one took me a couple tries. Yeah. I was, I was pretty happy. He was he was one. tough too because he would drop down and you could smack him, but then he would just lunge at you and hit you. So you, you lost some life with him as well. You kind of had to trade blows unless you were really smart. Yeah, that one, because a lot of them I found I could just like, just trade blows and I'd be okay. But that one I had to be a little smarter with. Yeah, I um I like that Itos one, the, the serpent that flew through because you had, that was one of the only times that you got the little wave that shot out of your sword that I, I thought was really cool. But it was not very common in the game. But like he could knock you off a platform. So I, I died a couple times fighting him just because he fell. Falling sucked, man. Like. You're done. 
He just fell and that was it. Like the freaking manticore that, that jumped up platforms in blood pool and like he would jump across and you try to smack him when he was in the air and they just knock you down right in the middle. <laughs> and that hole wasn't that big. Like he just, it was just a perfect swoosh every oh, time. Yo, that guy. Nothing just, but net, he was baby. Done. Toast. Um, the, the suckiest boss for me was that pinwheel on Itos. He was a bitch. I- Apparently that one's easy to beat if you use the <laughs> Stardust, but I never knew to use the Stardust because I never used items. But apparently that one's easy, so we suck. <laughs> we do suck, yeah. Hey, I didn't make it that far, yeah. so. <laughs> it I happens. like that you're joining the ranks of not beating the games now. Oh, yeah, I hate it. I really do. I think one of the things <laughs> that kind of sucks is uh, I'm such a fan of playing it via like a mobile console. Or something I can easily just pick up and play. So I think that's why I have now such a kinship to my, you know, Switch Lite or even my 3DS. It's just, or even my phone play, uh, playing one of our games. It's just because it's just so quick and easy. I could be wake up in the middle of the night and just pop up, bring up, bring one of the devices over and just play like a half an hour or something. Versus with the, the console games, you know, I love playing with, but it's trying to carve out t- proper time to play it and give it the attention it needs. I'm surprised you haven't picked more Game Boy games. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't gone handheld crazy on us. <laughs> well, I don't have any Game Boy games anymore. All in all, guys, wrapping this game up, none of us beat it. Is- well, none of us beat it legitimately. Legitimately. I was about to say that. I was trying to come up with a sarcastic word. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I I love this game. It was a lot of fun. I love playing it on the SNES. You know, using that controller. That's that's the one that I use the most. That's the console that I have the most time with. So it was good to play a game that was on that SNES one. Controller. Beautiful. It was way better. I tried playing it on my BitBoy and it wasn't as good. So yeah, Matt, I don't know what you did for your yeah. Matt, you must have played a little bit of both, right? Uh, yeah, so I, I have it. I, you know, I bought it, and uh, and I made it when I when I was playing on actual hardware. I made it right out. I made it through North Wall, but I never actually got. I never actually made it to the bo- last boss. Like I was in North Wall when I stopped. So when we we played it this time, I wanted to take like screenshots for the album art for the uh, podcast. You know, art that I do. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'll just, I'll just do it on a computer. I'll just do that, and if I need to save state, it so be it. Whatever, I'll get through it. Yeah. So yeah, I was using my 360 controller, and yeah, the Super Nintendo's weight controller is way better. Yeah. The D pad is just. It's so good. Yeah, man, I love the the SNES D pad, and I mean, we I have enough popcorn grease in my controller that it's still smooth after 20 years. You know. <laughs> it sticks to your thumb. Your it's, thumb doesn't slip off. I, I guess I. I never cleaned. I never. I haven't taken apart my controllers or my SNES to clean them, ever, and it, it's been all right, unless you kick it and it dies. <laughs> I'm telling you, take a DiGiorno pizza box and just stuff some cardboard behind the cartridge. I'm gonna try that. It's the, the getaway of keeping <laughs> your, your thing from resetting. <laughs> oh man, that uh, that concludes it for this for me, you guys. It was solid. Wish I got some more time on it. Really do. Uh, 
I think, oh, well, you know, I think if uh, this was like a a, a a virtual console, I probably would definitely probably pick it up on a virtual console versus playing it the way I did. Just make it more handheld, make it there. So like I said, yeah. my time with this game was probably not nowhere near what you guys put in. I maybe at most put three, four hours in, but it was in between that three and four hours was restarting, restarting, restarting. <laughs> so I, you got you got real good at Fillmore. Fillmore is great. Yeah. Freaking, I have Metropolis but <laughs> Fillmore. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, it was. I mean, I liked. It. I mean, playing Fillmore even. Uh, the good thing with playing even that over and over, it didn't actually get boring at all. It was just. It was like, oh, let me try doing it this way. Um, and I wish I had more time to actually truly play with it and to, and actually put the time in that needed. Yeah, I. Uh, the, the the thing that I have in my notes about this game was. I I can't not think that this game is is better than the sum of its parts. So like the plat if you looked at just the platforming sections by themselves no sim, there's nothing really all that special about them. I mean that you can't get in some other game around this time. Right. Like it's just it's standard platforming. There's nothing crazy going on. And then the sim really is not all that complicated. You know, if it was the whole game that was the sim itself, it really wouldn't be all that stellar. But there's something for me about them mixing these two genres together that's it's so weird that it's just I have fun playing this game. It, even when the parts themselves aren't all that amazing, the fact that they're together makes the game so much more fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could go know, back and replay this this whole game and it'd still be good. It's just it's just so many things came together well on it. Like the music is good, you know. I, I love the visuals of it. I, I just think the concept is so neat. You know, that's my problem. I've played a little bit of Act Razor two, and I know it's been kind of like a memeable thing on the internet. Like everyone just rags on Act Razor two, and I and I think I'm going to jump on that train. But them taking out the sim took out what made the game so unique. So it's just another platformer and it's kind of meh. No no one thinks about it. It's just kind of, eh, who cares? This game sticks with people, but I think because it is so weird. It's just, I reward uniqueness, I guess is the way to phrase it. Yeah, yeah. You know me, I like the uh, the obscure games, Diamonds in the Rough, and my last pick wasn't. <laughs> so I'm glad that, I, that I hit one. Yeah. No, I'm 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 hoping that I can dig into to more games like this. Um that what was that called on PC? Black and white? Something like that. I kinda like that concept. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce some more strategy sim games, I think, in our library. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I, I would say th- if I, I'm reading you guys right, this one will go on our recommend list. Yeah, I think so. I recommend yeah. this, definitely. All right, all right, all right. All right. Add that on. So um, that that concludes this episode of Spin Dash, right? Well, well, we gotta we gotta plug our our our, yeah. our socials and stuff. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah. So, so yeah, guys. Uh, thank you know, thanks for listening. You guys can find us on Twitter, on Instagram at Spin Dash Retro. 
Facebook.com. Uh, 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 man, I fucked that up. I'm going to have to edit that whole thing out because I'm just incoherent rambling that truly got to me. No, keep it, yeah, keep it on. Find us on. Keep it in. Keep it on. Uh, yeah, you find us at Spin Dash Retro, Instagram, Twitter. Um, working on a website at uh, spin-retro.com. Um, looking to grow the podcast. You know, it's it's fun. You know, I hear all these podcasts out there saying I'm looking to grow the podcast. And it's like, well, okay, you're going to grow the podcast. What does that actually mean? You know, I, I really just like more people to listen. and I like people to interact with us. I want to talk to people about games. You know, that's when we started this podcast back in 2018 before the 2019 year went and just like blew up our lives. Like, you know, I, I was getting back into buying games. I think you guys are buying games as well. And we kind of just reached the conclusion. It's just like, ah, it's fun to talk about games, you know. And I'd, I'd like to see this as something going down the road that, you know, other people who feel the same way about these games that we do, you know, we can have conversations about them. So please feel free to reach out to us. And leave your recommendations for weird-ass drinks that we can make Nick consume. Ooh. I was All just right. also told... And they probably won't hear this. Oh, this might. When will this episode probably air, Matt? This is the last episode before Christmas. So, Merry Christmas, go. everyone. Jingle bells. So, after this would have been uh, your birthday, which I have been told by my significant other, I will be shotgunning a Foster's for you. Oh, we I mean, should do an wait. We should do an episode where we all shotgun Fosters, Nick. Well, I'm apparently doing one uh, that month on my also daughter and son's celebrate birthday as well. So every birthday you're just getting like just pounding beer until you puke. Nicole, uh, my wife has okayed it. Apparently, I mean you still haven't shotgunned a full Fosters, so this will be entertaining. Yeah, happy birthday. You have multiple chances to try, <laughs> and you know I, I, I like four. That, I like that. Nicole well, the last one wasn't too bad, though. Do this. No, wait. Last one was horrible. I did one where I down most of it, but I ended up puking it up when a couple seconds after. I think that's where we played disc golf like yeah. six years ago. That was, that was pretty solid. <laughs> So, 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 Nick, I like that Nicole is telling you that you are going to do this. Like that, that brings me joy. Yep. You know, I didn't even, I didn't even suggest it to her. Like sometimes I'll, I'll text Nick's wife and you, te- you have a full gives- more conversation with my wife texting than you do with me. Well, it's about parties because, or like events because she's the planner and you're the the whimsical free spirit. I just like so, so Nick. I, I was thinking about this the other day or a while back when I was editing. There's one podcast where you end it and your sign off is like, all right, guys, I'm going to go bang my wife. <laughs> and and I thought about that. I thought about that. I'm like, wow, someone's going to listen to this and think like Nick's like, she's like sleeping and Nick climbs in there. It's like time to wake up. We're doing this. No, I guarantee you she was waiting at the door going, you're going to finish this fucking podcast because I'm not waiting all night, Nick. Get going. You know, we, we know she wears the pants. Yep. I, I, I'm in the same boat here, so I can't say a whole lot. Yep. I think that that goes for the three of us. It's general consensus. <laughs> so signing off, follow us. We're going to all go bang our wives now. Huzzah! <laughs> End the record. Sure. Sure.